Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I'm Rich. Now what? Um, I'm here with Hercules, and and I'm gonna be playing Zeus for today. And because he's so godly. <laughs> so we're gonna talk today about how do rich people choose partners, and as part of that discussion, we're gonna get into um, what Wait. kind of conversations. Go ahead. I think we can only specifically talk about how rich men choose partners. That's fair. That, that, that's that, fair. Could be, that could be very different. How, I agree. I think that's fair. Right. How do rich men choose partners? Yeah. So, um, talk to me. How, how, how are you? You're in the dating world. I am not. What do you look for in a partner? Specifically, I look for your partner, and now you're going to be in the dating world. Wait, what now? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You're trying a partner like mine? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm just messing around. Got it. Go ahead. Um, I think, I think it it depends. I, for me, it's I think it's challenging. I I I'm not specifically looking for somebody that's career oriented and um i mean essentially what i really look for is a warm kind nurturing feminine woman that isn't explicitly focused on her career that wants to do things and takes care of herself and is attractive um and is more focused on family and home than necessarily being the ceo of a company now do you do you think that this is something you always wanted, or is this something that now your lifestyle allows you to have it, and therefore your your needs have changed? I think it's something that's always been in place for me specifically, but I've always been a fo the focus of like I should be the provider, and I always have been, even when I wasn't rich per se. Um, But then more so now that I am well off that it it's I want I want somebody's time. Right. right. So I, I want I want the I don't want them to be like, well, you know, I've got a whole week's worth. I want to be able to say, hey, listen, um, why don't you see if you can bang out of work and let's go to the Cape or wherever. So, so you don't want them to have other um, competing priorities, if you will. I want them to have things that they're interested in, but are not going to be ruling their lives per se. Like my career ruled my life, right? Like, like that was the end all be all for me. Like my, my job, my focus, the business, all of those things ran my life. And I was a slave to them, and I lived them twenty four seven. I'm not looking for somebody that is in that same space because I'm not in that space, right? So I'm in the space where I can take care of a person. We can have lots of things, and I want to spend time with that person and do things with that person. Um, but now, like, what does that look like for that person then, right? So you have right. to ask on their end, right? Okay, so if I'm willing to do all this and give up all of these things so that I can spend time with you, what if it doesn't work out for her, right? So, um, 
So how how do you give her some guarantees to make sure that she is in a better spot? I don't know. I don't have a girlfriend. Well, but you are looking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's... Well, I don't think that's a, a day one thing anyway. I think that's an evolution, right? I mean, you're Absolutely. you're probably be able to speak to this a little bit more because you're, from what I recall, in more of that situation, correct? I am. So in... Talk in from your perspective. I mean, you, you talk about everything from prenups to some kind of conversation where you go, look, like she's she goes on to your uh, life insurance to... Um, you carry a life insurance just with her to, um, you set her up and you, you, you give her some kind of, um, monthly, weekly, annual, whatever income that essentially becomes a salary for her. Something that makes her go, I still have something to show for this time. And if you screw me over, I still have something to back me up. Um, and again, I, like you said, it's going to be a, a evolution of a conversation. Um, I don't think it's going to be as simple as um, as sort of a one size fits all. If you, I agree with that. I think that I think there's so many different ways that you can structure that. Well, what have you seen in terms of conversations you've had before? Well, I think there's prenups. I think there's prenups that are associated with. Well, if you quit your job and you're making $80,000 a year, then for every year that you're, you know, that we've been together, that you weren't working, like, you know, if we break up, then you get 80 grand a year plus half the house or whatever. I think that there's. But is that only after marriage or is that during the dating phase as well? I think it depends on, on the relationship, right? If you don't already intend on getting married, then. I think that there's a, a reason and rationale. If it's like, well, this isn't an overriding issue. I don't necessarily want to be your wife, or I don't necessarily want you to be my wife, or that it's it's complicated so that it doesn't make sense for that to occur. Then I think if you can carve out a kind of like what you were saying, a piece of your estate, right? So, um, you know, I have a child, so maybe there that that's going to be my legacy uh, from a a inheritance standpoint but maybe the structure is well at my demise you're there's also going to be this much that comes out of the estate that goes to you so you're saying that at your demise that ha that happens but what happens during her lifetime Meaning, if we don't stay together, yeah. Oh, from uh, well, I don't know. I never really thought about the like. Are you saying like a retirement standpoint? No, I'm. Th I'm. Th here's the thing. You, here's what you're asking off your partner, right? You're telling your partner that I want you to be essentially dependent on me because at my whim, at our whim, we're gonna we're gonna travel to wherever, we're gonna do whatever because that's the life we can lead. Great. So she she has to quit her job. She can't really work in any serious, significant way. If that's true, how do you make sure that she is set up? That let's say in two mo two years you break up with her, in five years you break up with her. She still has a life to live. 
What if she breaks up with me? If she breaks up with you, she still has to live. Uh, she still has a life to live. Yeah. How do you make sure that she's not worse off for dating you? How do you how do you make sure of it on your end? And that's uh, I, it's part of these conversations. Like I was like I was mentioning, yeah. um, life insurance and yeah. uh, making sure that she has she making sure she gets a salary, making sure that she's not set up to be any worse off mm -hmm. because of dating me. But yeah, it's a hard one. And and quite honestly, I don't know if if I was in her shoes, I don't know if I could have done what she's doing. There's a lot of trust. Yeah, I think there's a lot of trust, definitely. Um, But so I, I think in many ways, I try to make sure that I give her the life she wants because she's giving me the trust that I want. Yeah. That's hard. So when, you, when you're searching for people, you describe... Now, you've, you've got a significant amount of money. Are you you looking for someone super young? Like, do you look for a 25-year-old? I don't think that unless this particular 25-year-old is very, very mature, is, our lifestyles would sort of meet. I, I've... I've been out with women that are in that age range and we're in two different places. Okay. But it seems to work for Leonardo DiCaprio. It does, but that's not the question we're asking. You're not Leo. Very clearly. Um if only if only the viewers could see how clearly I am likely. Uh well, listeners. That's why right. The listeners because they're not viewers. Um the the now you you're still in the dating world. So, um, 25 year olds, different phases of your life. Yeah. What 35 year olds? Definitely. Okay. 45 year olds. And so much baggage she comes with. 55 year olds. Pass. Why? Um, well, I, I shouldn't say pass. I guess it all depends on the person. But now you're going so twenty five year olds, it's individual individualistic choice. It, it well, it, it's it's. I think it's all individual. I mean, if you you could put a no, I, that's not true. You give me a seventy five year old. I don't. I can't see if there is no scenario in which she is the right individual for me. Okay. Do you see a scenario where she's the right right woman for you? For you, yes. You both wear that. <laughs> Um, no, I agree. So yeah, there is a specific, there is a time, but why not 55? I don't know. I generally am not thinking 55 when I'm 44. Um, could, could a 55 year old appeal to me? Possibly. I would probably, if we're talking generalities, we're just talking generalities. And yes. Say, but we're also talking generalities and there's many 35 year olds that'd be like, pass. Right. Sure. So it's 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 not that I would. So it's not an age thing you're saying, but in what I'm hearing from you is people who are above your age group as a as a female partner, you would be less likely to date. Not you not not it's not impossible, but it's less likely. People who are within ten years of your age, lower than your age, 
you'd probably be more likely to date. Is that a fair scenario? I think it's a fair statement. Um, do you hang out with people like you? I think we had this conversation last time, but... Yeah, I don't really hang out with people like me. Okay, I guess the question I'm really asking is, there is this example or, or this um, scenario where people are... Rich people date super young women. That's that's the whole the Leo example you were talking about. I don't know any rich people who date super young women. I don't either. Um, I think that's rich, famous people, right? Because I think that those women are probably more interested in clout. So you're saying it's a mutually beneficial situation. Yeah, not and, and, and they they don't go the distance generally. Well, sometimes they do. I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of older celebrities that have very young women that they're with, right? If you look up like Al Pacino and his he's eighty and his wife or girlfriend's like forty. Right? Oh, is she? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that happens a lot. Um why they're with them. Like I said, I think it's mutually beneficial, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with understanding that a woman may find security attractive as a man may find beauty attractive. I, I think that I think that there's been a lot of stigmatisms around those pieces which are just humanistic pieces right i i don't think it has to be for me i'm not interested to somebody ju just is exclusively like wow i really want to be with him because i can have lots of stuff he can buy me a louis vuitton bag and you know drive a nice car and live in a nice house and etc cetera, etc cetera. that that doesn't really do it for me i am want somebody that genuinely wants to be with me I've also dated very attractive women that there's nothing more and I'm like, this isn't going to work either. So I think that uh, for me, it has to be more than that on both sides. So you don't see that you don't really feel the stigma associated with dating super young women. Cause you're like, they're getting exactly what they want, which is just security. And I'm getting exactly what I want, which is attractiveness. However, would you then say that there's a certain age at which the attractiveness, if you're looking at 20-year-old women, at some point, they're not 20 anymore. So does the attractiveness drop, and therefore does that speak badly for a long-term relationship? Case. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you have to have a real relationship, right? So I think that attraction can... You can... If I was married to a person since I was 30, right, I think that me... Yeah, you know, I would hope that I'm still attracted to that person when I'm 40, 45, 50, because we've grown together. But then when you're starting over, I think that your eyes are just going to be like, this is what I find attractive, if that makes any sense. Do you think it changes for a first marriage, a second marriage, a third marriage? I only had one marriage. First uh, partner, second partner, third partner? I think I've gotten more picky. 
but I also think I've learned a little bit too. I think I made some bad, bad decisions along the way. So maybe yeah. I get picky for the right reasons. Um, what do you think about well, your question. question? Does you think it matters first, second, third, eighth marriage? Um, it depends on what the it is, but I think it matters whether, uh, it is my first relationship. Like to me, age, when I started dating after my first marriage, I was surprised. Uh, well, I, I was in my thirties and I liked women in their twenties, but that seemed kind of normal. Um, I didn't want to date anyone who was like early twenties. That was a little bit much. I was a little surprised. I, I'm now in my forties, and I was surprised by the fact that I'm not attracted to twenty year olds anymore, which is a little disappointing. I, I thought I'd be pervier, but I have no. You're 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 not attracted. Meaning you, if you see one, I think of them as like, a pretty toy. Like they're they're like an attractive person, but not attractive to me. Uh, it's it's so, sort of like what I think women describe as like imbos. Like they're they're pretty. No one's denying that they're pretty. No one's denying that they're attractive, but they're not like you said in a different conversation where you're in different phases of your life. Yeah. Uh, I, I know what you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> which which was yeah. disappointing. I somehow thought that once you get in your forties, you now suddenly start like liking everyone in your twenties, thirties, forties. When you hit your fifties, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. No, that's not how that works. At least not for me. Um, I think that you get to a point where you don't want to train somebody to be your girlfriend or to to have to have the things that you're looking for in a person. Or, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking for a project, and um, I'm looking for somebody that sort of autonomously can come with conversation skills and knows how to go to the grocery store and knows how to make a meal and isn't living in their parents' basement and isn't on their parents' cell phone plan still and car insurance, you know? So, um, you know, I mean, I, I have a daughter, she's 23 and, you know, she's, um, as mature as she is in so many ways, she's so, still so immature in so many ways so so you wouldn't date a girl who's say five years older than your daughter i mean you might but i mean that's not i that's not the ideal age group you're aiming for yeah i don't think that's ideal i just i mean but to that extent i've dated women in their 30s mid 30s too and they don't seem to really have their shit together either so um and i don't necessarily know if this conversation is explicitly about what rich people want because it might just be what every guy wants i don't well, know i don't know if that's true and i i think that it started off with um i think there are elements of of just we're all human and we all want the same thing but there's an element of um you have the pick of the litter and you're going yeah i could find a 25 year old who wants a sugar daddy and yeah i could afford to be the sugar daddy but i no, that's not what i'm looking for right yeah, um, I mean, look, I think that's that's hollow and emptyless. And this, and yeah. I know, I know lots of guys, um, 
that are okay. Well, not lots of guys. I just know there are guys that are okay with that. That are like, dude, if I if I ever was divorced and my wife and I were done or whatever, like I totally would not have a real like marriage. I would just, you know, be on apps and just pay for her to hang out with me and pay for her to leave when I'm done. Right. Uh, yeah, that's not a relationship, not to me at least. Right. right. To me either, right? You know, um I think you start valuing stability more. Yes. You you want someone you can share moments with. Um after my divorce, I found myself traveling the world. And what was interesting to me was that I hated traveling the world without someone to share those moments with. Um no, I agree. I agree with that. I don't, you know, I, I end up traveling and sharing my moments with other people, but it'd be nice to sh to share that time with a person that you genuinely care about and they genuinely care about you. Correct. Um, any, uh, any other passing thoughts before we let this go? No, if you know any genuine people out there, <laughs> so if you want the next genuine 25 year old who's got her shit together, uh, yeah, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you again.